This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Barbecue Store, the official provider of barbecue supplies to listeners of Pitmaster. And you don't want to miss out on this discount from the Kansas City Barbecue Store. From smokers and fuel to rubs and sauces, the Kansas City Barbecue Store has everything and anything you could possibly want. Make the Kansas City Barbecue Store your one-stop shop for all your outdoor cooking needs. As a listener of the OVS Pitmaster podcast, you can get 10% off of your order this spring by using the code PITPOD, P-I-T-P-O-D, all caps, for online orders at www.thekansascitybarbecuestore.com. This podcast is brought to you by BarbecueData.com. BarbecueData.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data. Historical data, calls, wins, placements, everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast can receive 20% off of a new subscription to BarbecueData.com with the code PITPOD. That's one word, all capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, PITPOD. So check your team scores, check on others, and do it all on BarbecueData.com. Hey, it's producer Chris, and we have part two of Old Virginia Smokes conversation with many friends and competitors when they were in Wise, Virginia just a few weeks ago. Enjoy. Oh. Kim never confirmed it, but you were whoa, betting whoa, whoa, Kim. Whoa. And Kim but I well, already can tell you, <laughs> little, G, little G's like, fucking bring it. Make it for me. I'm here to tell you, if I'm betting on either one of them, little G. I'm betting on G. <laughs> I'll take a side bet on I'm 40. I'm betting on G. That's what I should have done. Say, yep. Instead of putting my 20 in like I want to get in, I'm, I'm going to put on 20 G. on G, see if Rusty yep. will cover it too. I'm betting on G. If I'm betting on those two, I'm betting on G. Thank y'all. Never not. It's funny because even Timmy calls her. He goes, you're the best drum cook in the world. Yeah. She's like, you sit there and you work at a thing and it never varies. You can't distract her. No, that I've tried to distract her. Oh, I haven't tried to distract her. But you. I've seen you I sit right there. Dare you. Stand <laughs> lot, no, double no, dog no, dare you. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, not the double dog dare you. I might have, oh, yeah, the I double dog dare. I might have a pair, dare. but they're nowhere near that large. But, <laughs> <laughs> not that I've tried to distract her, but I've seen you sit there and I'm like, man, you couldn't get her to squirrel for nothing in this world. Nope. She's just sitting right there. Yep. On it. And that needle, I'm, I'm telling you, needles up's 300, 298, she's adjusting something. Oh, it's got to be perfect. she's adjusting again. She doesn't miss. I just wanted to come build my boxes. Not the part, not the greenery part. Like, I'm talking about the turnings. Oh, God. Jesus There's Christ. nobody better in the world. Pinehurst? Yeah. We, You know, we exchange food? Yeah. I was going in there, like, I'm getting my shit done in turn because I was solo. I was by myself, so I got to get a little, out a little ahead of yeah. it. And I'm taking my ribs over there, taking my pork over there, and she's up on that stool. And I'm looking at the boxes, and I'm like, Jesus, no wonder. I mean, how do we – we don't stand a chance. Definitely not an appearance. Have you ever gotten an eight? Unfortunately, She gets yes. more eights than I do when I do it by myself. You bullshit. shut your mouth. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit right now, and that's not on barbecue day. No, he loves to give me crap for Listen, that. every time that I'm by myself, I always take a picture of it because I always get straight nines in appearance. Because – and this is a product of your environment. If I fuck that up, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I have to perform. If I don't make it right. Well, I'll tell you, I, I have not seen the boxes you've built, but I've seen the boxes she's built. They're way better than what I do. I, I, I will 100% give credit to, like, doing that with her. 
like to not have to worry about that part and clear my brain. Yeah, that's what it means when having a good. You can teammate. jump to the next category. It like yeah. I'm finishing, oh or, or I'm doing dishes. Yeah, at, at some point you do have to look at her and start, be like, "Stop fiddle fucking around." There's yeah. a bourbon inside the trailer. Elijah Craig, are you on the vodka train, Scully? Yeah, that's my guy. It's break time. You got a big watch on too. That's just a citizen. Wow, are you one of them watch guys? Yeah. Oh, you're a bastard. You and Joe Pierce. Yeah, Joe Pierce, big watch guy. Is he really? Oh, Rolly. He and I have never talked about that. Oh, you need to. He loves getting Rolexes now. Really? That's his thing. So I downloaded a Rolex face for my my Apple Watch, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, man, look, I got my Rolly on too." He's like, "You're you're weird." I'm like, oh, funny. "Yeah, watch is not important to me." You need another time. You don't have to wear watches. I do when I cook. Yeah. Yeah. Apple Watch. No, it's not an Apple. It's a big uh, Sunto. Uh, watch that I used to wear when I was in the army. And, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I, I always forget that. You Where's the name Mudville come from? Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's a good question. So uh, you're ruining. I, I want to have him on the podcast. That was here. one hell of a. Okay, I'll, I won't. No, no, it. let's have it. All right, all right. Let's so have uh, it. teaser, teaser. Yeah, so I grew up in Northern California in a in a town called Stockton. Okay. I've been uh, to Stockton. Yeah, many people have, and usually you drive right through real fast. I've been to Stockton. Um, about 45 minutes south of Sacramento, but one of the first names of Stockton was Mudville. Okay. So that's where the name comes from. <laughs> that's pretty cool story. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I didn't know you were from Stockton. Yeah. So when I was a frozen food lobbyist, okay. I was always in Northern California doing Big stuff. Big ag area. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. My father-in-law is a farmer. Yeah. I went to, gosh, Bakersfield? Yeah. Bakersfield. Went to a carrot farm. Carrot farm? I've never been to a carrot farm. Oh, my gosh. You know how them baby carrots come in that package? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how that's made? No. I think you so told me once. Actually. You plant the carrots very close together so that they grow long and skinny. The further apart you grow the carrot, the yeah, fatter the carrot will be. So then huh. they cut them into these pieces and then they basically put them in this sand blaster. And they round them off. And they round them off. So it doesn't look like a cut carrot. There's zero waste at a carrot facility. Really? Everything from the stems, the roots, to the, even the ugly, like, fucked up carrots, like, those get turned into juice. And then all the carrot waste is sold to farmers to feed cattle. That is really cool. How about that? We talked about vegetables on the barbecue podcast. Today I learned. Today I learned. Today I learned. <laughs> it's like deep philosophy there. Yeah. Hey, it's fun. It's like I got in an argument at Teddy Camp about frozen vegetables versus fresh. I saw somebody walk up the stairs over there. But it was an actual person. He's so messed up, dude. (laughs) You see that new part down there on the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. See that old part right here? We're in the new part part right here? Yeah. Oh, you're in the new part? You're safe. We're in the new part. You're safe. You're safe until you walk through the front. I swear to God, I glanced over there and I was like, holy shit. I've seen a woman in that top room before. Yeah, And that was the room we were staying in. Uh huh. Yeah. Really? On the first anniversary we celebrated here, yes. We were in that room right above the... This is our third anniversary in West. Is it really? Yep. Wow. This is a special place for you. It really is. Uh, you know, we've had dinner up there on the perch at the inn. We've, uh, That's cool. Yeah, back when the restaurant was open, they, they let us sit up there and they brought full-on five-star service. Really? Bottle of wine, candles, and everybody just watched us have dinner. And it was like, you know, I, cool. I don't like the attention. You know. Yes, you do. You're a little pampered bitch. <laughs> what? Let me just break the news right here. 
Luke's a little pampered bitch. Why you can't use your wife's term deny, for me? Deny, it's not yours. Deny? deny? No. Kim's over there with the head nod like, oh, I've had 22 years of it. Yeah. Listen, not, yeah. people call me high maintenance all the time like they're insulting me. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. I am. I, I know that Brian's high maintenance to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was very upset we did some YouTube filming today. And Brian had a tiny little mark on his shirt. And he was like, I really need to change this shirt. And I couldn't wait until we were filming to be like, like, this cooker's really clean unlike your shirt. <laughs> I've seen Luke Darnell in two collared shirts in my life. One, he was working when he was a lobbyist with the frozen food industry in Aiden, North Carolina. He went and visited some grocery stores down there. Yeah. So he comes back on Friday afternoon with a collar shirt and long pants on. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? And I've seen today, you. Today, we're doing the YouTube film. He puts on a collar shirt when I've got a spec. It might as well have been a quarter jar of barbecue sauce. <laughs> All over my shirt. All over my shirt. And evidently, I had two more specs on it because we were sitting at dinner. Mutt, Brian Turner, looks at me and he goes, had a rough day? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it hadn't been too bad. Why? And he was like, look at your shirt. And I was like, oh no, two more spec, dude. Holt Brothers Barbecue's here. I used to Hollis. Hollis is the most important member of Holt. Absolutely, he is. He's not even a brother. Either. He's not even a brother. Nope. Nope. So, so Justin's here. We're doing the podcast. Cool. Y'all we already steak awards. Yep, heading up to steak awards. Hollis, so. how was your pork chop? We'll see Good. if Jason beat me on his first SCA steak. Was this Jason's first SCA? It's very good. Okay. Well, uh, I told the story about how I pooped in your trailer in West Virginia. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said nice. Just FYI. Then we got Jason Hardy here from Elite Barbecue Sports. I'm clean. Still there. I'm clean. I was like, where is that smell coming from? Hey, hi. Is Jason Hardy from Elite Barbecue Smokers here? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Good. Ow, why did that pinch me? That's how you get pooped in your trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I've pooped in your trailer many times. I've actually done worse things in your trailer, but that's fine. That's <laughs> for another podcast. I'm not I'm sure Michelle. really my hand's being kissed by Michelle's this. Michelle's here. Yeah, we're right now. We're recording it. Going to work. See you. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. I, good luck. Hey, this is a good time for first-time steak winners. Yeah, it's a it's great a good place. place. It is. Trust good me, good great place. Go get it, Jason. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. Man, I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast because I'm it's like we're not even recording. We're just having fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad we're not going to stick more. <laughs> <laughs> <Me either. laughs> Although, if we had 100 bucks in the if, pot, if we had, half, I, I, oh. I, I think it'd be $10. You'd fight me and he'd oh. fight me for $10. But I'm going to tell you, $10, I can't speak with Thomas because I just it, met him it's, today. It's, it's, it's you guys have never I, met him? Never no, met him until no, today. No, no. Really? Never you. met him until he sat on that cooler. Never met him. I knew he no won shit. the Royal. I knew who Mudville was, but never actually met him. But I know Jerry and I, we are ultra competitive, and I know you're competitive as hell too. But yeah, I love kicking your ass. But I love we have cooked, ass. Jerry and I have cooked beside each other enough. We're looking over there, and I'm like, "Shit, he's serious." And then oh. that, that gets me more serious. And he's looked over there before, and he's like. You're having a good one, aren't you? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, yeah. Fucking liar. Yeah, you know, that, <laughs> no, you're the worst sandbagger. Brian, Brian actually doesn't You don't want to go down this. No. 
You don't no, want to go down this road, Jerry no, Stevenson. No, you are the worst sandbagger there is. Brian, I can look at. Say what? Who? with Brian in a heartbeat. I'm a sandbagger? You're you no are sandbagger. the worst about. I never I'm lie about there my food. And you're like, uh. And I'm sitting there, and it looks like you're sitting there like the Easter Man. Bunny, how I'm crying, <laughs> shaking. So and I'm like, you had a good cook. Brian, at least when I look at Brian. Brian, I'm like, you have a good cook. Brian will give me the head nod. It ain't a word. It ain't like, hell yeah, it's the best stuff. Brian oh, I just know. be like, I did. He's an open book when he has a good cook because you can't talk to him. And the other thing you'll do is, is you'll offer me meat. I offer you meat all the time. No, you don't. Let's talk Very about simple. sandbagging, Jerry. You're the one that brought it up. Let's talk about your history Pinehurst. at Pinehurst. Pinehurst. Oh. Let's bring up Pinehurst. We bring up Pinehurst. We bring up Pinehurst. Oh, I might even walk away. I can't. We bring up Pinehurst. Jerry's, Jerry's back here. The only reason. Pinehurst, North Carolina. And I'll go on record as saying it's the most embarrassing cook I've ever had in my life. It really was. It's my man is sandbagging a cook from four months ago. <laughs> four months ago. He's still sandbagging. And you did what? It's getting heavy in here. Reserve grand. Reserve grand. But <laughs> where, where, where did my meat end up after brisket turning? Oh. In a trash can. We understand all of it. We saw the dramatic. Well, we saw the dramatic Oh, that was no dramatic. Throwing <laughs> shit and doing all shit. It ended up in the top two. That's where it ended up. Uh, right. That was Bro, embarrassing. And we were like. like and convinced me. And I've cooked around him enough. And I'm like. Uh, I can tell he, he didn't convince me. I'm walking to awards and like almost felt bad for the guy. He looks at me. He looks at me. And he says, almost. "I swear to God, if I win this contest, if I won, I said, I said, congrats. He was sandbagging. I said, congratulations. That's what you do, sandbaggers. Congratulations, Jerry. And he said, I'm telling you, Scully, this is the best I, podcast ever. If I, if, he said, if I even get out of my chair, I'll be surprised. But if I finish, if I won this contest, I will retire and sell all my shit. Uh, that was the truth. And outside yeah, yeah. of one team, he's still cooking with us so the, today. So they're, <laughs> so they're going down. I almost retired myself that day. They, they, they're going down the top five, and he, he's already. We know he's up there, right? But also, we had a good day too. And he's he's still sandbagging me when they're getting down. Like they get to the fourth, he goes, "I think you're going to be really happy today." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I know that you're one of the top two, and the other guy won." It ain't me. They call us for third, and I looked at him like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> Look. Oh. 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 Luke is not the one who brought up sandbagging. I, I am not. <laughs> well, Luke that is was, an incredible sandbagger. We actually, I, I am not. I, I, I own, How do I, I say own, that? I, I own Pinehurst. I own Pinehurst. It's a, it's a bag of shame. It's that 2.30 wrong choice walking out of the bar. It's that 2.30 in the morning walking out of the bar wrong choice you make at 6 a.m. in the morning. You realize it. What I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I could have walked out of that contest. I could walk out of that contest carrying my shoes my head down. And I did. I felt plumb and burned. It's like I wanted to give everybody back their money. Bag of shame. That is a new shame. term. That's you just term. coined another name. Bag of shame. Bag of shame. Bag of shame. <laughs> That's but, just... I hope I have a 700 bag of shame tomorrow. I hope I have 702. <laughs> <laughs> you actually remember that. Huh? That, that was embarrassing. What do you mean remember I'm going to I'm 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 quote uh, Letter Kenny right here. It's fucking embarrassing. Fucking you have embarrassing. no idea. All this is happening. He's, he's 40 feet from me. 
But we're talking. No, he was the first, <laughs> no, he was the first, he was the first one I looked at. He yep. shot me He shot me the finger. like, And it wasn't the, oh. your number one finger, the middle finger. He pointed at me. I was like, you got me. Oh, he even, he, uh, I think I he even it. sandbagged, called you out at awards. Didn't you say, like, in that bag heavy or something yeah. like that? <laughs> I was like, are you going to take that bag with you up there? <laughs> I looked over, he's like, rah, 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 I couldn't oh. And then you left. Oh, so we good. spent the night that night, and I looked at Brian, I was like, I gotta stay at Jerry's house the next two nights. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna put bags of sand all over the house. Just hide them. Big old sandbox. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Well, let's get back to the poker faces. Poker faces, I read both of y'all, and I can see you. It's like when you're bagging, it's easy. I really, really least, would no, like to Brian, understand. I will get Brian to nod. Brian will look at me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I better have my stuff ratcheted. I really want to understand how I sandbag. You get giddy. You get giddy. I love, when I love my cooks, I love my cooks, but I don't. I don't you had a good one sand, I mean, sandbagging to me. Sandbagging to me is. Let me let me preface. Is, let me preface yeah, okay. something before you get to the back. The to best the sandbagger of all time. Before we go down that rabbit hole is Andrew Clore, by the way, of all high Oh yeah, best of all time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But let me get back to the giddy thing. <laughs> the giddy thing doesn't bother me as much as when you have a good cook. It doesn't bother me. I'm happy for you, but I'm like, motherfucker, tell me you damn you the nuts today. <laughs> tell me you dropped the big thing right on the table. I generally do, don't I? I I think you. No. I think you're pretty open no. with that, but you have never said you no. had a good one prior to awards. He, Brian, that's not Brian true. Corbett will look at that's me and nod, and when Brian nods, it's like you better have your shit. I even up. told you, Brian Corbett, at a contest you weren't at very recently that I was being Brian Corbett. If I'm not at it, it's not the same. I texted you and said I'm going. I'm full on <laughs> Corbett. I'm not there. It's not the same. I said I'm full on Corbett in DC. I said. I'm in the trailer. You said and I'm, I'm fucking you said, cleaning things, and I ain't going outside. You said I'm in. Scu- I said, "How was it?" You said, "I'm in Scully mode. mode." Full Scully in DC, mode. In DC, I was surprised you didn't win. That was the honest well, to God because uh, yeah. I, ate, I ate your brisket. I ate the brisket, and I was very. I was as disappointed as y'all were about what happened. When I won in DC. pork, I said I won. But this DC, mm-hmm. I looked at Josephine when she walked out. I said, "When he gives me his meat, you he cook? does that. Steak? That's mm-hmm. the tell." Yeah. Well, come here, then. Great, a great horse. Oh, did you, 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 Real quick, we got Andrew and Vivi here from Swig and Pig. Hey. These guys just won their first GC. And not only did they win their first GC, they did it with like a 714. 714. Like, that shit don't happen. Point two six two eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Man, I'm telling you, I was so fired up. I, oh, my God, I was so fired up. I went up after awards, after it all kind of dust settled, I went over there and I told him, I was like, you need to go ask the uh, judges rep where you guys fucked this up. <laughs> and they were like, Andrew looked at me and he was like, huh? And I was like, you left six points on the table across the board. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, the perfect, perfect contest is a right. 720. I mean, we're, we're recording the podcast, okay. just FYI. But, uh, yeah, you guys, that was so awesome for a lot of people. We had a big conversation earlier about when good people win and how... And your name came up. And your name came up and how, and how, like, you're more excited than if you won, yeah. like, to see good people win. So, yep. so glad that that happened, and you guys are awesome, man. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah. They're going to go to Steak Awards? Are you going to Steak Awards? We're going to Steak Awards. They right. moved it up from eight from nine o'clock to eight forty five. Oh, you better get. Well, don't Stop no, that don't make Debbie Harwell mad. <laughs> Donald, we're take your seat. We're gonna move a chair too. Oh so. God, that's a whole another podcast. <laughs> 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 that's so good. Bye guys. Bye guys. A double dog, dare you.
See, that was, there we go. That was what we were talking about. Two of the best people out there. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Again, see, it's 714. That's like, come on. Tennessee likes to give out those high 700s. They, uh, they have a record I need to put there more. Yeah, that's a I know, yeah. like, Mark Gibbs has done that before, and, yeah. I think I was in Arkansas a few weeks ago, and they gave out, like, eight 180s and four 700s. Jeez. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Man, this is kind of unfair because I need to have you on the podcast, and it's my <laughs> fault that I haven't. Uh, yeah. Got to have him. Save all my good answers for you. Good. Got to. Got to. Got to. I Shame. Mean, Shame. Shame. Or easy, shame. Easy, G. Turn it <laughs> off. Don't easy. get mad. I'm not mad. Man, I'm so glad you brought up chicken. That was the best thing in my life. Or chicken, not chicken. Sandbagging. God, Pinehurst snowball job that we got. He sat down and wanted to have an emotional conversation with me outside about how bad his cook was. I'm like, fuck, I just got mud holed by Jerry. I knew it. I knew it when it happened. And we're sitting there, he's sitting right behind me in wards, and I'm looking at Kim have going... Ever, have I ever done that before? Mm. Not to my dog. Not to me. Not to me. Have I ever done that before? Uh, no. Not to that level. No, no, no. Have I ever done that before? No. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But... My, like, fair, no. my fair assessment was it was just like last weekend when I ranked my meats, brisket was last. Literally, when I picked it up, it was falling apart in my, my hands. I cut seven, seven inch, oh. half inch slices and turned it in a box. Thank you. And I had to wait 15 minutes with it open to cool down to <laughs> oh, yeah. turn it in. And then, yeah. then, then what do you get a call? You get a call on brisket. Man. And you're Make just like, what the fuck? I know better than that brisket should not have scored. But, you know. We lost hypes, by the way. He, he uh, just, he's going to steak awards. He's going to steak awards. With his beautiful family. Yeah. Such cool. a good. I should have asked him about his. his uh, no. He didn't drink. He quit drinking six months ago. Oh. Steven. Well, he had a cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Really. Very and very health related. No, you're usually pretty honest about your food, and it's usually like I just big dicked you. Oh, it was <laughs> like, a good time. It was a good time. At my expense. I mean, I, I felt <laughs> embarrassed. It's like I want to give him money back. Here, here's my fee. No. Fuck everybody and burn the town down. No, let me ask you guys this question. Yeah. this is. But I tell you what, the one great thing about that whole embarrassing uh, incident was he gave me a shitload of information that I passed on to you and not you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was I passed on information to Scully and not Lukey. That's right. What? I don't know. You that's, didn't ask. That's me. At least me and Brian talked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we did. Wow. I was in your uh, wedding. I was in your wedding. You didn't talk to me. Brian talked to me. I told Brian straight up. Brian's like, no shit. Wedding. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, way. here, 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 here. This is what it was. I can't believe it worked. Because yeah. I didn't try to do it, but it did it. But it did it. Huh. Let me ask you this question. Because we've talked about, it's, we've mentioned a couple times, like me and Brian shared food. Yeah. We switched food in uh, in Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. And we'd never done that before. No. But we had a mutual friend and mutual friends in Pinehurst that we met. And that was just I still don't know that old guy that invented hip replacement surgery and sat in my trailer and ate 30 ribs. Just standing in the background while we're doing pork is killing ribs. He invented the hip replacement surgery. He literally invented hip replacement surgery. And he's sitting out there drinking. 
and just killing ribs. Just killing ribs. <laughs> Luke comes over to my trailer and he was like, you see that guy over there? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he invented hip replacement. He must have ate three racks of ribs. And I was like. We didn't have a rib left. <laughs> he ate them all. Luke turned in six. That guy got the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Killed Seriously. Him. Killed him. But do you do you regularly trade food with people? Do you only trade food with people that you're really good friends with, or how do you guys handle that situation? Do people ask you for that? I I will offer it to a team that's next to me if they're not a new team, only because I feel like then I'm inviting them to give me their food, and oftentimes the feedback that I might give not might not be. The best, and I don't want to. I don't want to. So not a new team, I don't but an established team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So the way I handle it is whether it, so if there is a if there's a new team beside me, behind me, in front of me, where however the contest is laid out, if there's a new team there and they're asking a bunch of call it fruitful questions, yeah, like they're really wanting to learn. If if they say can we try your food tomorrow? And I know they really want to learn. I will tell them yes, but don't give me yours unless you want my honest feedback. Because one thing I'm not going to do, and this is why I don't trade food a whole lot, is I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. You know what I mean? And because it doesn't help you. Yeah. It doesn't help me. If 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 I give a couple of ribs to Luke and Kim and they're not what they need to be. Chances are, the four of us, five of us here that are sitting here cooking, we all know when it's not what it needs to yep. be, right? If I give them ribs and I know what it's not need to be, and they tell me it's an excellent rib, I know they're blowing smoke in my ass, and I'm not going to give them pork and brisket because they're not going to give me an honest. So I want honest feedback. If I give Jerry or Luke or you or anybody else my food tomorrow, it's because I choose to, and I really want your feedback. Because odds are, if I'm giving you a category, it's probably the category I might struggling in a little bit, and I really want you to tell me what the deal is. Mm-hmm. So if it's a new team, I don't mind sharing my food, but I t- I'm, I'm straight up with them. If you give me yours, be prepared. Yeah, it's because 100 I'm only right. trying to help you get better. You're right. asking all the right questions. I can see the passion. I can see that you really want to do well. I can see that you really want to learn. Whether you do this again or not, you still want to cook better barbecue. Right. So give me, I'm going to give you what I really think. Just take it with a grain of salt, and that may be the feedback, right? Pun intended. Yeah. But take it with a grain of salt, but use it. Right. You know, because I, I'm not the best in the world by any stretch. I might not, I'm not the best here. But I've been around the block a time. And sometimes I'll offer it to a team that's experienced or somebody that I know that I trust because I've been cooking a recipe for so long that it tastes the same to me every time and I can't right. tell if it's good or bad anymore. And so you need that feedback. Well, see, and that's kind of what I was alluding to. Like, if I if I take, like, in Pinehurst, I mean, Ben and, not, I wouldn't call it, a, I wouldn't call it a funk. To some people say it was a funk, but it had been a little while since I had won. I've had some RGCs, and so Luke and I had never been that close before. You know, Jerry and I have. We, we've never exchanged food, have we? Yep. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's not... Because of one or the other, right. I think it's just never really come up. We might do it tomorrow. Who knows? Because he's a secretive but, bitch. Well, he is a very he is a very secretive bitch. And, well, tomorrow he's getting all four of my interests. He's getting all four of mine too. And I'm gonna stand there and look, be like, "Are we reciprocal? Is that yeah. so? Is that a chance? Come on, guys, come on. Yeah, oh, come on. Well, we're doing. Come on. But uh, but it's a good thing that you brought up. There's two great things I think you brought up. Number one, 
I will always agree if it's a new team. But yeah. I also give them the caveat that I'm going to kill you. Right. Like Unless it's amazing. Unless it's amazing, yeah, but yeah. know that I'm going to kill you. That chance exists. Absolutely. Like, I, and you need to be comfortable with the fact that I may hurt your feelings because I'm not going to lie to you about right. it. But also, he and I have that same agreement. I've given Jerry more food probably, definitely more food than Jerry's ever given me. But I also value his God opinion. Damn, he's killed Jerry on this. <laughs> Jesus. No, but it's seriously. Like I'm, it's like I'm the least generous person <laughs> in the <laughs> fucking world. No, that's not what I mean. It's the worst of Jerry. Not what I mean. But you know what I mean. Like, when I give Jerry a piece of brisket, which I do at every contest, we're usually together. And that's usually with anywhere I go in the country. Like, Darren and I don't trade food, but we trade brisket. And we all converge on his trailer at the end, and we all take a piece of brisket. And everybody eats it, because for some reason, that's just the thing. This is, yeah. But I always give Jerry a piece of brisket. Jerry right. told me in D.C. is the best piece of brisket I ever gave. And it was no bullshit. And, and it was really good. It's the best you had ever given me. Yeah. And I was sorry that the fucking judges were wrong that day. Yeah. That happens. But Jerry's also given me some of the best food I've ever had at a barbecue contest. Yeah. So have you. And we've only traded food one time. Just the one time we found out. And uh, you and I have never tra- traded no, food. I've had your food. Yeah. Uh, and, and Scully, my favorite. <laughs> this was great because Scully and I, like, we're doing this on the fly. Oh, to make yeah. to, to make our new Pinehurst friends happy. We're just yeah. like, okay, this is a communal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I gave Scully a piece of pork, and Brian just looked at me and walked out of the trailer mm-hmm. and say a word. Yep. <laughs> and then Good. we talked afterwards. He goes. Then he comes over after brisket, and, and he was like, "What?" You I had think? a panic attack. And he comes over after brisket. <laughs> he says. What'd you think about my food? I think you said, what'd you think about my pork? Because you my knew pork. it was good. And I looked at you and I said... It, first or second? It's first or second. <laughs> that, I mean, there, there was no other option. It was that damn good. Yeah, Luke, it was no other option. Yeah. Luke asked for a piece of brisket one time. And this, was, this was... No, I remember it's this. a long time I'm ago. About you, I'm about to give you a freaking... Oh, my God. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Luke asked for a piece of brisket. I, I did. Try, try a piece of your brisket. I did. Came to the trailer, and I was filling up. I said, sure. I handed a piece of brisket. He ate it, and he just said, fuck. He goes, I'm in second place or worse. And that was like a great compliment. It was like he liked it. That's all he said. Walked out of the trailer, and I was like, that's great. You know? Yep. I mean, that's what you need. You know, confidence building-wise. You need that sometimes. And, in, and, and sometimes you need when you – because – Thomas, you made a great point. We do the same thing a lot. We, you know, even if you tweet like Jerry's a tweaker, yeah, because it keeps him focused. Oh, that's part of his. I'm not. I'm not. That's not, not like that, that way, way, Jerry. No, not 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 in a meth way, but like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, in a very uncracked way. Jerry's a tweaker, but but that's what keeps him focused because he's changed something. So now he needs to really lock in right. what he's doing. I don't really change anything everywhere, anywhere I go. I, you know, I have to see a pattern before I really dive into something. You know, but you, you made a great point. You, you, you do the same thing over and over, and it becomes monotonous. You actually use that word with your cook, Jerry. Earlier, yeah. Is my cook becomes monotonous and I lose it. You know, and so that was the problem with the backwoods cook. 
And you knew it with the, the with the gravity feed yeah, cook. That's exactly the backwoods got the boring. Yep. Yeah. It's like, wow, you won, you won, you won, you won, you won. It was like, it was so boring. It was just like, fuck. I remember you, you well, you were one of them would get pissed. It was at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd come out of my underwear and a cup of coffee. <laughs> and I'm waking up, and, and, and you're out there like, well, did you just wake up? And you're like, yeah. I mean, I had it down pat. And I'm like, you know, 8.30, I'm throwing my ribs on. I'm going back to bed. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have another cup of coffee at 9 o'clock. Now I'm gonna get up and get my chicken, and, and and it's like you ain't worried about that. We're all good, and, <clears> and I, I I'd sleep like twelve hours, you know. But there's some I mean, of those details that get lost there. I mean, oh, because it was all in know, the end. It, it, barbecue's yeah, all right. in the end. Those last, the last like, ten, 10 minutes, minutes, it's just that's where you, you make your money. I'd say the last half hour. But get, getting back to the bit back to giving food, a lot of times why you don't get food is you don't ask. That's the other thing. It doesn't personal. We no, never no. said, hey, let's trade. It's never come but up until tonight. We, 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 I think part of the things with cooks is you never ask because I'll share with people I like and I'll hurt people's feelings, a lot of them that I don't like. <laughs> and if you're if you if you're a judge, you're gonna get your feelings hurt because no judge is gonna eat my food. But every now and then you'll get a judge. It's like a first time judge. I've done it like three times in my lifetime where they've like they ate a backyard table and like it's the first time they 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 come to a contest and can they try your food? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, this is the last time you'll ever get to eat it. I want judges to eat my food. New teams, I will let a new team eat my food. Um, no problem. I won't explain what I did or how I did or anything no, like yeah. that. But I'm like, this is what I try to do. And they'll eat it and they'll be like, holy shit. Or, but that gives or, them wow. a heads up on what they should aspire for. Yeah. They'll be Absolutely. like, holy shit yeah. or whatever, you know. And it's like, yeah, this is this is what I do. I don't really care. I don't want their feedback. But what you talk about, Thomas, is like when a new team, I feel really bad. They'll be like, hey, will you try my food? I'm like, yeah. When I get done with brisket, bring me your chicken, bring me your rib, bring me your pork, bring me your brisket. And they'll be like, I'm like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I really, really don't. What you said is I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I'm not going to be your mom or your dad and pat you on the back and say, it'll be all right. So I'm going to be like, look, this this is this, is this, this, is this, this, is this, this, is this. And that's the feedback that you need to, like, try to figure out how you get better. Or, like, the way at least my brain assimilates information and try yeah. to get better. So, but that's the thing about, like, with trading. I think sometimes I will not trade meat during contests. I hate doing Luke knows that. I do it every now and then, like. But well, our palates I, are so beat up by that point anyway. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to introduce something. But what least thing I want to do is, it's like if I have a banging chicken day and you're having a bad day, is hand you a piece of chicken and you're like, God damn it, I'm in second already. You know? Because yeah. you know, I mean, if you're honest, unless you hit yeah. one of these. Yeah, but I think you got to. These these. Tables. I guess newer teams would do that. Like I'm not going to feel that way if I eat your chicken and. And then when oh Jerry got some chicken, I'm gonna try and kick your ass in ribs, pork, and brisket. But I also know what you mean about mindset. Say, right, yeah. that's exactly the point. That's a great point, Jerry. <clears throat> is the mindset? It's uh, that's ninety percent of this game. It's the last thirty minutes and your mindset yep. is where this is one of the worst. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a recipe, a rub. An injection, a sauce, all that plays into it. But the last thirty, and I—you hear people. No cages. Jesus. What are you doing over there? Oh, that sounds sexual. But uh, 
but you hear people say the last 10 minutes, and the last 10 minutes are ultra important, but the, to me, the last 30 minutes, because what I consider the last 30 minutes is not the window of time between ribs and chicken, which is 12 to 12.30. Right. The last 30 minutes for me is the last 15 minutes is on the pit, mm. and the last 50, uh, the 15 minutes I got before I turned it in. Mm. But I also because think that's, that, that's where my tenderness is locked in. That last 15 minutes wow, is when that's I know smart. when my tenderness is there. Because if I pull it off at the beginning of the 15, because I think my time tells me to, and it's not ready, I don't need to pull it off. Yeah. That 15 minutes can make or break that entire cook. That's incredible. And then you've got 15 minutes before you box it. Wow. That's the what I talk, when I say the last 30 minutes, that's the 30 minutes I'm talking about. It's not the window between chicken and ribs of 12 to 1230, 1230 to one for pork, one to 130 for brisket. It's the 15 minutes it's on the pit, and the 15 minutes before I box it. So whatever now. happens between there, Whatever happens between there is me just maintaining what I've already worked for that perfection. I think you're, you're right. When I said 10 minutes, my thing was is in that 10 minutes, I have time to do all the corrections I need. Most because of the you've time, already got it right, 10 or 90%, 90% yeah. of the time, there's no correction. 90% of the time, there's no correction. That 10 minutes, I can take a piece of shit. Basically, what my dad used to say, I can take chicken shit and make it into chicken salad. I don't care what it is. But I, you can't fix tenderness at that point. No. That's what I mean by that last 15 minutes. Wow. You can't fix tenderness in that last 10 minutes. I don't care if you're on a stick burner, no. a drum, a pellet. You can't I've fix tenderness. I've stuck a box of ribs in a cooler before to try and tighten them up. So you can do that. You ought to hear my story. You can go to those extremes, content. but are you doing For that sure. in the last 10 minutes? Are you doing that when you pull it off the pit and you go, shit. You're no, doing it. You're it probably the doing minutes. it then. No, okay, yeah, well then, yeah. okay, then you you already know. You've probably in a, I mean, you're I know it's battle. I know it's done, and this is like a last desperate attempt. <laughs> yeah. You're going down. You're going down a black decent. diamond yeah, first we, time on ski. We, 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 that's, I mean, that's what you're yeah. doing. We GC'd you know. here in Wise, Virginia, with me with my my, my pork box. I mean, my uh, brisket box wide open, sitting there fanning it in front yeah. of the judges, and Alex Brown, the rep, sitting there going, "Jerry, you got 30 seconds." I'm like, "Yep, I got 30 seconds." <laughs> you got 20 seconds, Jerry. 15 seconds. Yep. 10 seconds. Yep. Yep. Five seconds. Put it on the table. Close it. One. Done. Yep. I'm in, right? Yep. Good. I was like, take your time walking the box. <laughs> Maybe open Crack it. Crack it open a little bit. <laughs> Crack it open. Yeah. Why is it open? Yeah. Y'all take your time walking that box. Make sure God. you get it in the right box. Make sure the right table's that it's been sitting there for 15 minutes waiting on my box to come in. The best thing about that, Scully, is that the next barbecue class I teach, I will accredit you with what you just said, but I will teach that. Fair enough. Because that is, I, that's gold. Uh, Truth. It is. I've looked back on a mini cook, and I go, man, how, did I not finish it correctly? Did I not sauce it? Did I not dust it? Did I not do this? How about that? And when you, you look, look back at, and, and you, you get look mad. at all the tenderness, yeah, and there's like stuff. sevens and eights on tenderness, and I'm like, I could. There's nothing I could have done in that last 15 minutes on the board to, to fix, fix the, the last 15 minutes. It should right. have been on the pit or should have been off the pit. That's why having a drum in your arsenal to me is super important. Well, I mean, Tim Shear said it. He said 30 minutes on 30 a drum minutes is on a drum is an eternity. Yeah, eternity. You yeah. can crush anything you need to do. But I, and the same can be said, I think, for these outlaws and these jambos. Now, G can turn the valves on that damn drum tomorrow. If you guys get in a bind on ribs and pork or brisket, mm-hmm. and you and you have to make an audible at the last second, she can turn those valves and ramp that thing up. Oh. But we've got a firebox, we've got an intake, and we've yep. got an exhaust where the hot spots are. We can kind of do the same thing. You just need to know where to go and when to do it. You know, well, the, that drum runs, finishes <clears throat> chicken, 
The drums are 350. Yep. Yeah. The rest of the cups. Just, 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 just in case. Just in case. We need because it's you a Swiss Army knife. Like Absolutely. It's yeah. a life preserver. Yeah. Swiss Army knife. If you're leaving on Saturday, it's no big deal. Right. Look right. at Jage. What? You got something to say. No, He's no, talking no. about what Tuffy Brian Stone. What said was Tuffy Stone. Tuffy Stone told us, I mean, one time was that you'd rather be looking at, at it, it than waiting for it. Right. And that's one of the best things Tuffy ever told me. I tell when when it's 135. And all my meats are where they need to be, and none of them are on the pit. Man, I feel good about my day. One thirty-five or eleven forty-five. Eleven thirty-five. I was about to say. I was like, we're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and I get on that train. I can sleep another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> be great. It wouldn't it be great if turning started to. It would be, but it, it, I'm okay where they are. That's why I used to like the DC contest when we did half and half. Oh, oh that dude. was so fun! Remember, we had so much Saturday fun. night. Yeah, was small meats sa- first. No, it no, wasn't no, that. It was brisket, Saturday was oh, chicken. Oh, sorry, no, brisket, chicken, brisket, brisket, brisket and chicken. Yeah. yeah. But, did they really do it that way? Yeah. I've never cooked DC. So, but so here's six o'clock was six o'clock yeah. was chicken. Six thirty was brisket. But PM? Yeah. PM. But here's the problem. Ooh. You wouldn't get into that contest sometimes. You wouldn't be parked until midnight. midnight. So you yeah. are on, begging on people night. to give you a meat midnight, inspection. Midnight, you're looking for a meat inspection so you can shoot. So you shoot. can start injecting it and oh, then get wow. it ready for the next day. We've injected wow. brisket in D.C. In the street. On Friday night. With flashlight. With flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. To get it done. But get it right. beyond, beyond that, remember, we, I mean, you, you end up, like, we, we we went to the pub one time and watched oh, football or soccer. Jerry got, uh, that was a great we, day. We were, we were half snooker before we even got to the contest, you know? <laughs> and then you're cooking chicken and brisket, and then you go home. The next day you cook pork and you cook ribs. ribs. And then you did oh, the on-site. And you had the on-site if you wanted to on-site. do that. And it was it was fun. Uh, DC's still fun. I like, I like that. that. Oh, that's, that's all right, like uh, let's yeah. make a... You need to do it next year. It, it, I what tell else you. was that weekend? What was, I was it, in Maryville, it, it Tennessee. It used to be Covington weekend yeah. years ago. You need to come to D.C. next year. No, but Covington was the weekend before. You need to come to D.C. next year. It was, uh, no, it was the beginning of, of June this year. Wow. So this year, yeah. How about it was, that? It was yeah, Maryville, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I was 2015. You RGC'd it. I remember standing at awards, and I felt like you got 100 calls that night. I won. That was the first year I won the pork championship. Yeah. Mike Faye won that contest. That's the year before I cooked it. And then you got there and you tried to figure out, like, how am I doing? Remember? Oh, we're sitting at the boards because Doug Halo didn't have any fucking idea what he was doing. And Jerry goes, I don't know how I'm doing. And I went, (laughs) Nobody does. You're doing good, buddy. (laughs) He's like, there's 85 different things happening. I went, it's so, fine. So you're up there. So flash flash forward, <laughs> like three years after that, that's the year Timmy showed up. Oh. Uh, hey, hey, Timmy. And uh, we, 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 we were trading back and forth. We were recording for Royal Oak. He was giving me crap, and I went out in front of his thing, and I put a uh, – a little tent sign up that said free ribs at 12 o'clock <laughs> and he's out there in the tent like what the hell and then and then at awards it was special little red cart and timmy but uh that was the year urkel won and urkel's looking at me and i mean he had four calls but the way that they call that contest was so all the different categories no that's like so they would have the chicken purdue category chicken. and then, then they would have the chicken. purdue chicken sizzling category now andrew schaefer who's one of the best organizers in barbecue He's fixed a lot of this. Yeah, it, yes. It, it, now you get it. But before but there's, you didn't. But it, it's a double. But flashback to Urkel. Gotcha. Urkel. Urkel was looking at me going, how am I doing? I said, I think you won, man. He goes, I don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> Urkel won. You know, I remember sitting there with him. But it's a double. There's six turn-ins on Saturday. Six. Yeah. There's, there's Beyond Meat. Uh-huh. Uh, 
God. There's steak. Uh, steak. Not SCA. No. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Steak. Not KCBS. Oh, you can right. do whatever you want. Me. Turkey. Turkey. Single meat ribs, single meat chicken sauce. Yeah. Which is very important. Sauce balls. Sauce Some, balls in the house. I may have won the America's Best Sauce Contest. That's fine. The national Sauce Champion. That's right. And National Pork Champion. Big yes. Dick, Big Dick Bandit. That's what they call Has me. Has anybody ever done that twice? What? Good the National Pork Champion? I, I, I don't know. know. I, don't I, don't even, to, I don't even point at Luke. I point at G. I G. don't know. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I think you need to look it up. I, I don't think, think anybody's ever done it twice. Okay. I don't think they have. Yeah. I don't know. Let, let me do a little bit. We won it in 2015. Yep. We won National Pork Champion. That's when they did on-site. Yeah. So you, you had, had to, to do Memphis presentation in D.C. for pork and ribs. Which, to, was, which was funny because the two they sent two judges to you. Sorry to interrupt, but they sent you two judges, and I figured it out the second year. One judge would eat a whole rack. I mean, just the best you'd ever eaten. And then the other guy was like the actual judge or lady. Uh, I figured that out. My meathead Goodwin was one me of my too. outside judges. Me yeah. too. Yeah. And he walks up, and I'm looking out the window. So the girls are out front, they greet. I'm looking out the window, and I see Meathead. And I'm like, okay. All the lies just went away. Because I had this giant story about how these hogs, all these hogs were raised by my uncle. It was straight up fucking great. the best, best thing in the world. One of my favorite. Hey, he, he was in the. Sh- hey, put it in these words. He was in the shadow of our capital, Capitol Hill. Oh. So he was. He was. Oh, he was eloquent. Oh, he, he oh, was generating yeah. that energy. What was that on damn that floor? What know? was that damn contest in North Carolina, where you guys did all the sides in the on-site on Friday night? Oh my Lord, was Shelby. Shelby. Shelby in the day. So Shelby. So we go down there, and and Roxanne was cooking all those sides. Yes. And Jerry didn't want to do the on-site, so I went and did it. And I was their cousin that lived in the city. And the stories I came up with were amazing. Jerry would look at me from the trailer going, fuck. We won. We won. We We won won four of them. (laughs) We won gumbo that night. I I cooked my sausage and chicken gumbo, which was good, but we beat two Cajuns that night and they still to this day they still come in my store in the barbecue <laughs> shop and like you remember when you beat my ass and gumbo and shelby and i'm like nope i do <laughs> yeah luke does i do because because our other cousin that grew up down in louisiana he was estranged brought he taught he brought it he brought it home, he brought it home to out to this Clayton and told us how to do it, and we got to figure it out. Gulf pink shrimp caught on the full moon. Oh, yeah. Hand caught. Roxanne sit there and listen to me. She'd have to go back inside. We all had to leave. They couldn't be there. Because no. the shit that was coming out of my mouth was amazing. <laughs> gold. Pure gold. <laughs> I've Reverend years, Al Sharpton would be like, damn. I for years wondered how Luke landed Little G. <laughs> and I oh. have just now learned how Luke landed you. Well, I, I was going to say. Hey, let's, let's say. Wow. I don't know how to go <laughs> with any of that. I don't know. If you, well, if you want to hear some stories, I can tell you some stories. I, 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 I would gander on this. She's farsighted. She likes helping stray dogs out, you know. <laughs> I get the same thing. Uh, I know I ain't going with the fat jokes. We ain't going there. I get the same thing with Ashley. They go, man, Ashley's 
good looking, and then there's you, and I'm like, yeah, she ain't bad for a blind girl, is she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, one of my favorite. This is not apropos of anything, but I was on my golf trip this year, and Brian sends me a picture of him from the Kentucky Derby, Tim and Ashley, and I'm with all my golf trip guys. I'm like, oh, you guys remember Brian? They're like, fuck Brian. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and I went, I told Brian, I texted him, I went, uh, the guys have questions. <laughs> Just bury your phone right now in your bow tie. It'll be fine. Like, these guys are awful. There is a lot of questions I'm having to try to answer right now. <laughs> Mark Whittemore. Who wants to say? I don't care. I love, I love the concept of the steak contest. I hate that you have to cook it wrong to win. You don't like cooking it medium. I would want it to be medium rare, like be an awesome steak. You know what I mean? I'm okay with the medium part. It's the it's the Debbie Harwell part. The, the dope. I don't even care. <laughs> it's, the, it's the hair net and the pantyhose part. And I mean, what I mean by that is you got to round it off, put the pins in it. The you know, I mean, you got to oh. dress it all up and everything like perfect. Lipstick on a pig. Yeah, it's a damn steak. Right? And, and, okay, before we go there, we don't judge on the diamond. I'm doing air quotes. Bullshit. You do. If I throw one on the Weber Rancher, Weber Kelly, without the grill grease. Scorching. And it's a better steak. Taste it. It tastes better than anything else. It's not going to win. That, that steak I cooked in D.C., I cooked, it was rare. I cooked it in a cast iron fucking skillet. I mean, it was, it was, the cast iron skillet was white. You got to kill, you got to call, right? Yeah, but people were coming by me, like, watch me cook that steak. I put it in there with avocado oil, put it in there. It was probably 700 degrees. Seared it, seared it, buttered it, and and sat there and just basted it, everything, let it rest. Did you win it? No, we came in second. I really wanted you to win it so you could succeed me. As oh. national state champion, <laughs> no, no, that was no, national could, state I, champion. I, I, I couldn't do that. I think tra- Travis got me. But the thing was, was oh, it was, was it Travis? Look. Yeah, but it was it Jason was. Jason Hardy's coming back with an award. Whoa! Not it, the hell? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Some Hardy. Whoa! What do we got? Oh, oh, we got hardware. We got hardware, folks. Oh, good job, Hollis. Come in here, bud. Hollis Holt. Hollis, you're on the Pit Master Podcast. Kids cook off. Tell me what you did. What'd you um, cook? I cooked a pork chop. Um, um, I uh, cooked on a M grill. Yeah, M grill. M grill. Okay. Yeah. Pretend that's not there. You're talking to Uncle yeah. Lukey. Um, and you got 125 dollars. Yeah. And a medal. So yeah. what did you and put on traffic? your pork chop? Anything special? Um, just uh. I think it, usually just the normal I do for like rubbing stuff. Yeah, yeah. awesome, cool. dude. That Don't let so your dad cool. keep that money. <laughs> you know, that lady, no, it wasn't no name on the check, so I mean, that make <laughs> yes, money. there is. That's right, buddy. <laughs> you tell him. Jason Hardy, what do you got? We got a Happy Gilmore check that says Hollis Holt. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Even better. I got a seventh, and then did you my. Mr. No, you didn't win. What place uh, is that? No, I didn't win. Karate Kid over here. Got what place? place. <laughs> nice. Fifth place. Hey. That's fantastic. How about that, Jason? Hey, man. I want to just thank my sponsor for this. Jason Hardy. He was a sponsor for my steak. We have come in there today and win a fifth place uh, trophy. 
At least you got a call this weekend. And this is also my birthday. Oh! 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 Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you understand we've Dang. been we've been taping oh. for two hours. Do I understand or I've this hit. is the best podcast of all time? <laughs> yeah. We got Thomas Gearhart, longest podcast, royal champion. We got Scully. Jerry finally left. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but I will I will say we beat the shit out of Jerry hard. You're still alive. We are oh, still alive. No, and, and Jerry was the one that brought up sandbagging and then me and Scully torched him. Torched. The only person I think is, um, who sandbagged that contest? They were, uh, yeah, the only only one that's bigger sandbagged than Redneck Scientific oh. incorrect. Do you know you're saying this song? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll tell Jerry this. He always does that. Is who? Politically incorrect. Oh, politically incorrect. Okay. Oh, Wes Garrett? Wes is the he is the biggest sandbagger in the world. He's a lot of things. Yeah. West but I awesome. love Wes. He's a good guy. There's Jerry. The hey, Jason got fifth place steak. Congratulations, man. Oh, I'm talking trash about you. Mm. I'm saying the only sandbagger is, is more sandbagger than you is Wes Garrett. Is correct. <laughs> this is so, so good. This is so good. This might be my favorite day of all time. You ready to kill me? You know that Jerry's going to have a 719 tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> we're just, all that we're doing is just giving him a reason to kick our butt. We're just torching the bear. That's all we're doing. Poke the bear. Dad is never lying over one of these big chunks. Wow. Hollis just <laughs> laid down... Hollis just laid down a monster. Just, Hollis, just in case you couldn't hear that in live podcast. Like, Come here, Hollis. Hollis Holt. Say it again, buddy. Say it again. Um, I... Say my about dad you. has not gotten um, one of these big checks. <laughs> His dad has not gotten one of these big happy also, Gilmore checks. Hollis Holt needs a ride home from. <laughs> 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 no, no, He'll be no, ready no. to leave Saturday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Hollis Holt has a ride. <laughs> buddy, right now. Buddy, we will get you home. Don't you worry about it. Well, if I'm on the ride right now. Good job, Hollis. Am I in the podcast right now? Be recording. Hold on, in the back of the truck. <laughs> Good job, Hollis, buddy. Good job, Hollis. Congratulations, Justin. Hey, Kater. We're recording the podcast. Oh, you want to come get on this it? chair? Yeah. All right. Oh, Mayor, Mayor here. Here. He needs to sit right here. Right here, bud. Right here. What are we talking about? Well, no, man. I'm. So we're here with Kater. Oh, you're alive now. Yep. We're not live, but we're here with Kaner. Kaner is a, how do you say it, former mayor? Ex-mayor. mayor -mayor Ex-mayor of Wise, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, 20-some year. Yes. uh, Also one of the best citizens of Wise. Yeah, but when you think of me and you see me, I'd rather you see me as a drummer. Okay. All of my real friends. He's also a rock and roll guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. His yeah. band starts tomorrow at 1.30, Brian, so we got to turn brisket in early. Yeah, we got to go down there. Yeah, we yeah. got to go. Uh, so, a lot of people asked, well, not a lot of people, but like three people have asked me, like, where has the saying mayor said come from? And it's because when Kaner was mayor, right, and we were up here in our spot, and I had to, I had to get my truck in here and park and get out of here. And and the the cops and the guys were like, yeah. "No, can't, you can't, can't do this." And there. I said, uh, "Mayor said, <laughs> Mayor said, Mayor said." 
and they left immediately. Yeah. They were like, they're like, I'm like, God, Mayor's head gets you a lot. Well, yeah, it, it does. <laughs> and it's also like, well, about the second year we had this, I'll tell you another story. Yeah. We, uh, I was mayor at that time too, and we had, I saw a cop that had pulled a car over because we take all the traffic off of Main Street and put them on the back street. Yeah. And they this car had come through and we did a roll and stop at the red as a stop sign it didn't stop and went on well the cop turns on the lights and pulls them over so i go up to them and i was like hey man what are you doing well they didn't stop at the stop sign and i was like you can't we want people in and out of this town as fast as possible you know if they want to do a roll and stop during chilling and grilling and they don't have to stop at the stop signs we we don't want them stopping we want them going through in fact let's cover up the stop signs and uh and he said okay and then he goes up and he goes well i was just going to warn you but the mayor said that we're not going to stop people for not going to stop signs. so 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 he said this weekend you don't have to stop at stop signs in the town of wise you gotta come so i said okay so so that's a, we got that, a golden that's, ticket. That's a true story. No shit. That is a true story. Did you do steak? Mayor, yes, sir. The mayor did not want to stop you, but we got a golden yeah. ticket. Oh, that, yeah, that's more important. We, we also got George DeMarts here. We got George DeMarts from Twisted, Twisted Pear. Twisted Pear. One of the best awards things I've ever seen. George got his first call and fell down. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Water might have been talking a little bit. Maybe. And also, George also... <laughs> Got tricked into going to a rodeo in Currituck, North Carolina. And did it. And, well, he did dizzy bat and fell in a face full of bull poop. And I about died laughing. I, if I saw that video right now, I would be on the floor laughing. I think we have it somewhere. It's so good. You have it on video. Somebody has a golden ticket. All right. Come over, girls. Come over. All right. We got Susan and Teresa here. Yeah. You didn't have my seat. Come sit. You got to tell us all about it. We're on podcast right now. Recording. So, oh, so yeah. what did you win? What is this? I won a whopping $125 but, and a golden ticket to Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, smooth. World Championship. Did you win the ancillary? Yes, sir, bacon. I did. Bacon. With anything bacon. Don't what ask me cook? what I made because oh. then everybody in the country will I don't want to tell it. nobody because okay. I love you and I want <laughs> you to go down there and kill them. <laughs> was, it, well, was, it a, was it a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich? No, sir, it was okay. not. Uh, well, but I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It was more on the sweet side. I okay. got you. All right. oh, That's about all I can do for you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you listening you. that will hear this, Susan and Teresa are two of the best people in the world. They're, they're awesome. And they're always around barbecue, and they're amazing cooks. They ran a seafood shop for a long time. You're both retired now, yes? Yes, sir. Uh, and, but two of the most outstanding cooks in the world. People cook don't, for years with people Dizzy don't Pig. even know that. Cook for years with Dizzy Pig. And uh, I, I, ancillary I, chance, I Jared. I today years old when I learned that. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah, go for years awesome. now, and I'm today years old when I learned <laughs> that. Yes. Yeah. Dizzy Absolutely. Pig. I have no idea. Uh, I can Man, tell you right now, Brian, the two Brian best cooks in Wise, Virginia right now are right here. And it's not you, I It's not me, it's definitely not Jerry. It's... Uh, it's Kim. Jerry night. Well, maybe, maybe, Jerry, maybe it's me now since I'm in your no, seat. You got the golden seat. seat. You got yeah, the golden chair. Got the golden, chair. Got the golden, got the golden ticket. Golden How cool is this? Wow. That's badass. 
Pit, do you care if I take a picture of you all with the golden? No, sir. Take you go right ahead. Uh, that yeah. was nothing that made me happier. How about Hollis Holt? And, uh, That's awesome. Say, my dad doesn't have a lean, lean over, lean over, lean down, lean down. Hey, come over, come over. We want more oh, people in this. He totally butt holding his dad. It's so good. There we go. There we go. We got it. Why got it? Got it. Wait a minute. One, two. Put the beer down. Oh, wait a minute. One, two, three. <laughs> we just took a good picture. That's awesome. Yes. They gave out pretty cool medals too. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's really neat. But Hollis Holt, the kid that won the pork shop, he comes over and he's on the podcast. He goes, "My dad doesn't have any of these big checks." <laughs> oh, oh my god! It might have been the best thing ever. That's a pretty solid. When he done that, That's it was great. so. You are going to put that out there, right? <laughs> this is all going out there. Oh my god! There's so much so gold in this podcast. This is a good one. I oh, mean, we had. Introduced you to other person. We had. I already said that. I already talked about. Uh, yeah. Good, good picture. There we go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know good what? Picture. When you get this many good people, this is why barbecue is great. Everybody, I ask the question: What's the best thing that comes out of you for barbecue? And everybody always it's says the people. It's, it's, never it's, it's the people. Yeah. That's right. Right, and I'm surrounded right now by like ten of the best people in the world. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's never Mayor. Yeah. Georgie. Brian, Susan, Teresa, Kimmy, Jerry. I mean, Thomas. Thomas. There you go. Oh God. He's, 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 he's super quiet. Thomas. He's going to sneak up on you and win a world championship. That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he does. I mean, Thomas is one of the best people I've ever met in barbecue. And the fact that we all come here to Wise. Yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, it's good yeah. to say that about barbecue in general, but Wise. We, you do know what our motto is Wise, Virginia. The place to be. The place well, to be. The place this to be. is the top favorite place that we have always. We yeah. have never missed this. This one. is home. From the very no. beginning. This is. We've always come to this. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I say we love wives. <laughs> okay. Mayor, Mayor always pushing. Oh yeah. Mayor always pushing. That's what I thought be, you said. Yeah. You might be done. I mean, there. it's just only, oh, yeah. only four years into wives. So this is. The, and the first year that I came to Wise, I knew that I was always going to come back here. As uh, long as there uh, is a contest in Wise, I will be, be here. here. Right. Yeah. When I stop Thank cooking you. barbecue, I will always come to Wise, Virginia. Yeah. And I will back. always cook this contest. And I will always be on this corner. And I told Kim tonight, right. when I die and you cremate me, I want to be put in that yard right there. Wise in. No, right there. Just right there in front of the right right here in front of the corner. Right beside my spot. I'll take care of this for I want to be right beside my spot. You can help that dogwood tree grow. This is my favorite. Like, tonight, Greg Cross gave us an anniversary cake. Mm -hmm. If y'all want a cake. A whole cake. But when I talk about it on the podcast, and people are always like, or other podcasts, they're like, what's your favorite contest? I'm like, why is Virginia? It is. They take the ultimate care of the cooks. They care about what you do. They care about how you feel. They take care of the judges, too. They take care of the judges. The mean lady at the end's fine. (laughs) We can deal with her. (laughs) We have to because she's been there about a year and we can't get rid of her. Hey, 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 Brian over here, he didn't know that the end was haunted. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. Wait a minute. Before we go there, I I got another question. You were talking about your your, uh, anniversary. Yes. And you talking about Greg Cross gave you a cake. Yeah. Did you receive anything? Oh else? my God! Yes, yes. Got two and bottles of wine and Caner yes. and his wife they gave us two bottles of wine. Okay, because I was going to say no, no, I got the money to go buy two bottles of wine. <laughs> we brought that up earlier. Okay, and I didn't know she'd given it to you. If no. you said no, she didn't give me anything. I'm gonna go. 
Hey, who'd you give that wine to? You, you didn't give it to the right people. We brought that up. We said, you know, mayor, mayor's wife brought us wine. We got a cake. It's like coming home, driving yeah. seven hours to come home. You are home. Always. Absolutely. That's why when I win the lottery, I well, said several times, I, I, I I'm buying the wise in. But I will tell you this. Greg, Greg, about a week ago, Greg said, we're going to have more people here than we've ever had before. It'll be a record-breaking number for chilling and grilling this year. And my first question was, can we take care of No. Is Luke going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, of yes, of course. And I went, okay, great. Well, what else you need? you're going to have to say is George, is Brian, is Teresa, right. is Mayor said. Mayor said I could do it. All right, now let's go to the haunted. Or you happen to be in room 245 or 247. Shit, no. Okay, you'll be glad because those two rooms are haunted for sure. For sure. Yeah, little girl. If I was in that room, I swear to God, you he's, it is. It's he's a little been girl. so upset. It's a little girl, and she, oh. and she may go through Shit. some other rooms, but but there's three different Other stories. May go to other rooms. Because I'll tell you what, but He's the people that have complained about the little girl He's yelling upset. or keeping them awake or she's skipping or she's going down the hall singing have I'm all come from now, the now you just screwed him up so You just helped our cook. Oh, you're done. I mean, the worst part is, and, and this has happened. This is not like happened once and then a month later they said something. This has happened over like two and a half decades. Like 25 to 30 years, it was a story. Yeah, and the, the, the story that I know the best was the one about the guy that's a businessman, and he was in here, and he called down to the front desk, and he said, ma'am, you're going to have to do something about this little girl that's singing and skipping down the hallway. And then he said, she said, okay, I'll come up and take care of it. He, she walks up two or three times during the night after the phone call, could not find any little girl. They started asking about it and then come to find out that night when he checked out the next morning, the call that it would happen at one or two o'clock in the morning, she was not, she was still on call at seven o'clock when he left. Well, he asked, he said, did you ever find out who the little girl was? And the woman said, sir, I want to tell you something. We've searched all of our records. There is no little girl staying in the wise end tonight. She wasn't in there, and he said, I'm telling you, I could hear a little girl skipping down the hallway Man. singing. That, and now that's one story. About 10 to 12 years later, there's another guy that calls from the same room about a girl that comes by, knocks on his door, and leaves. And he can hear. She's like laughing and giggling. Okay, he does the same complaints. The reason I know this is because the woman that worked there for years, 30 or 40 years, would tell these stories and she said that's the same room that that other guy was in that was complaining 10 years ago and so that's how the whole thing got started and there's a total of three stories that she would tell you but that's the one that i know the best i've heard the other two but i can't remember them enough to repeat them but that's the story that that, that i remember the most she's friendly they say she's real nice oh. and she's laughing she's oh, giggling she's scoot, no, skip, she's skipping up and down the hallway <laughs> yeah okay none of the ghosts are mean here no they're not mean she's she apparently we got is Brent a very williams nice here pig and whiskey's here he's got a bottle of something Cheers, everybody. Susan and Teresa are there. Congrats to Susan and Teresa. Yes, Susan and Teresa. Congratulations.
congratulations. Awesome. So that's both of y'all, right? World Food, both of y'all? Going next year? Confirm? Brand, sit down, dude. Oh, Virginia. They don't get a good share. Yeah, this year. This year. Well, he said you go next year. No, no, no. No, Jerry's bullshit. You recording for your podcast? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we're on one hour, 46 minutes. Some of the best shit ever. That's a lot of editing. These people. There will be none. There will be no editing. So you just go it out and leave it out there? I have a monthly podcast where I talk to pit masters about their... Or weekly, yeah. and uh, but but I love to do. This is obviously the best thing I've ever done. I think we've done. This is great. This is, this is, this is fantastic. Yeah. Brant has a giant bottle of Sprite. Oh, bullet. bullet is that Sprite? And it's cold, <laughs> and it's huge. <laughs> wow, there's a, these are all things that nobody says around Brant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just not true. Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just drink right on? Now, what's your Brent. name again? Brant. Brant. Yeah. Okay, Luke. You know who my now favorite person is? Brant. Brant. You're, you're my second favorite person. You better stop. Right to chill. Now. To chillin and grill. Listen, uh, Brant. You're on a bit of a walkabout. Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many weeks on the road do you spend doing barbecue in a row? In a row. Um, How much will this year be? Uh, it'll be about three months before I make it back home. Wow. Wow. And you're going to how many states? Oh, jeez. Uh, you can't even count two, that. Two, three, five, six or seven. Probably driving across about 10 or 15 more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, is the town of Wise not your favorite place to go? Oh, absolutely. Okay. There you go. That's what we wanted here. I mean, I it's, like, it's second I only like to Gaylax. Never mind. Podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Wow! Oh. That's some bullshit right there. They, they wrote a song about Galax, Jerry. Galax. Listen, Galax. I, I used to know the mayor of Galax. God, yeah. what's, what's it like to be the mayor of the town that's voted the worst place to live in Virginia for like 11 years straight? Yeah, I don't know. Horrible. You wouldn't know. <laughs> my my know. That's my guy. How many, how many years, Mary? Can we repeat that? Yeah. 20, 20, 24 a, years. 24 years. Yeah. When you get a rerun Not of Cater. The worst place to live in Virginia, but one of the best places. Right, right. <laughs> the place you want to be. That's it. So yeah. i got to ask a question. All right. 24 years, Mayor. Yeah, off and on. Off and on. Yeah, I've been on council since 1990. Okay. So you're yeah. not running again? No. As I can tell you really, really love Wise Virginia, oh, and rightfully so. You yeah, should. Yeah. Why not run again? Well, I've been doing it. I was on Planning Commission on not, 1987. Okay. So three years on Planning Commission before I got on Council okay. since 1990. So you're you're looking, and I've got three more years to go. Okay. I just got reelected. Okay. So my term my term will be three more years. So. Uh, you know, I'm in my mid 60s, so by the time I get off, I'm gonna be in my late 60s. You're a young man. My wife is yeah, gonna absolutely. be graduate. I mean, uh, retiring, and you know, it's just time to to let somebody else do it. I'm sure somebody else can do a better job than what I'm doing. Guarantee somebody. And but I will still be doing this. I'll still be helping Greg. He's also do. a drummer in the yeah, band. Yeah. 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 They go on stage tomorrow at 1:30, so we got to turn and brisket early. We go, go down it. there and heckle the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. You, know, you call that a paradiddle? Pay more cowbell! Cater! 
cow. You suck. You suck, Tanner. Yeah, that would be good. That would make Mayor my, said. That would make my day. Mayor said. <laughs> Mayor, Mayor said I could take my shirt off. <laughs> Mayor, Mayor said more cowbell. Please don't. Let's get five of them. Mayor said put it back on. <laughs> it was funny. We were at dinner and it was hot in there, and uh, or I didn't want to get spaghetti on my shirt. And uh, Hypes' daughter was there, and I was, I was like, I guess I have to take my shirt off and eat dinner. And she goes, no. And I'm like, hmm, that's spiteful. Yeah. Mean. That was Fine. so mean. But true. <laughs> right, first, so, so Brandon goes on the road for, like, these enormous amounts of time and cooks. Uh, I asked this question to Thomas. I asked this question to everybody. Do you adjust your shit from place to place? Yeah, I do. Really? Not, not much, though. Yeah. Like, uh, down south. Regions yeah, down south, that. I'll be a little spicier with it. Down the Kansas City area. Up here, I'm like, I don't even pull the cayenne out of the box. No reason to. No reason to. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're not used I to I think they pot. like a lot more smoke down south than they do here. Okay. So I lighten up on the smoke. You gotta open up more and tell people all your secrets. Yeah. Mostly me, Jerry, and Brian, and Thomas. I don't know. I'm not having such a George. great year this year, so you tell don't want to listen to me. <laughs> really, you're not? Not as good as I did last year. Mm. I already had like four, four GCs. Wow. By this time last year, I don't, I don't have any right now. Listen, I'll tell you that you're talking about spilling stuff in your shirt. It, I, I don't know, it might have been you, but it was one of the competitors. And I made a comment about a shirt I had on. I was getting ready to eat some barbecue. And they said, I said, well, I don't want to get it on my shirt. And the guy looked at me and said, I'm thinking it might have been you. And they said, I guarantee you, Mayor, these people, these barbecue competitors will respect you a whole lot more if you've got barbecue. Uh-huh. Not that one. Not Scully. <laughs> Not Scully. Yeah. Scully's the cleanest man in barbecue. Oh, is it? Uh, ruined a shirt already. <laughs> really? We did a YouTube Why? video and he had a little spot on his shirt, and I called it out on the video, and he goes, "I hate you." <laughs> Didn't even break character. It's in retirement. You brought up. You brought that up. The cleanest man in barbecue, right here. Dirtiest man in barbecue. Probably a tie between. And you brought him up earlier, Brian Ooh. Turner, Mudley Crew. Oh, he looks like dirty? he tackled a salsa oh. like four times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm up there. I'm not going to say it. I'm a dirty guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm up there B- too. BT, BT is, he's, he's got some dirty. Why don't you guys wear an apron? You know, man, it's like, why didn't I do this five minutes after I already did something? Yeah. That's the point. Hey, so I tell you what, a it's buddy of mine. program, Luke. I, I don't have G. Tell me what I to have, do. I have, I have put on my apron during brisket turn-ins before because that's when I remember to do it. Exactly. <laughs> a buddy of mine just made me this really cool barbecue accoutrement that you guys will see tomorrow. Accoutrement. It's a, it's a, it's a scarf. It's a naked man it, with feathers on very, it. Very light. No, it's a very light thing. Has little bourbon bottles on it. Naked and man then right here at the bottom is two towels. And on one side he embroidered logo. I can't wait logo, to see this. And on the other side he embroidered the outlaw outlaw barbecue smokers. We're gonna do a and TikTok so, like, tomorrow morning and making yeah. fun of this. Yeah, we need you to can make fun of it all you want. But I'm telling you, it sounds, sounds pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, Wear an apron. Well, What's wrong with an apron? I have like six in the trailer. I just can't ever remember. I'm going to get you guys aprons from my iPad. But I will tell you one thing about Wise. Hey, it's Wise gives amazing. you the best aprons 
They do. They're, wearing, big, they're I, big man apron. Yes, I'm wearing the wise apron tomorrow. Yes, I me too. Wise yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing the wise apron because I made Patty's apron, which is amazing. I don't think I have a wise apron. It holds my thermopen here, oh, my phone here. The yellow bike. Oh, no, she's I got a glove and a towel. I didn't get a... I'm a my Patty. I'm gonna get you one. Oh, whoa, whoa. Be if it's not, let me know. Huh? That's fine. Patty selling it. Yeah, right. it should be in there. Yeah. You want to be a brand ambassador? I'll be a brand ambassador. I think everybody that's been on this podcast today could be a brand ambassador for my Aunt Patty's apron. I've had Thomas pocket in me before. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and then the phone goes right here. Yeah. And you're like, gloves here. Oh, that's nice. Condoms, lube, <laughs> everything you need. That was earlier, Mayor. Sorry. I apologize, Mayor. It was a whole different conversation. Whole different conversation. This is the longest podcast of all time. Now we're getting away from the barbecue part series. Now we finish our chicken and ribs. In case you were wondering what happens in Virginia. So I use a lot of black pepper in my finish. Okay. All right. I'll do that. I use lube. Nice little spice in his life. I do whatever little G says. That's the best answer ever. That's actually a really good move. You know what? It's funny when you talk about teammates. You talk about trust. Like, I know what she tastes and what she says is way more important than what I say. So you've learned that over the years? Yeah. Do, Do any other teams have problems or do they disagree while they're trying to cook or do something? I yeah. think it, as long as you cook Absolutely. any kind of teammate, you're going to have some sort of yeah. a disagreement. I mean, I don't care if it's your wife, so, your girlfriend. Yeah. You know, how, how do you cousin. how do you settle that? You have to one one is it's historical. Well, talk about yeah, just keep talking and about talking it. Talking about like, it especially afterwards. Right. Eventually, so eventually, you have a time clock. Really, you, uh, uh, and uh, you have uh, to just make a call, whether right, wrong, or indifferent. You have to make a call, right. and then you can talk about it for a length of time between now and next weekend. Yeah. About why one is better than the other. If you get that score sheet, you can look, and one is going to sit there and go, I told you it was too spicy, and we got three comic cards. I told you it was too sweet, we got two comic cards. Whatever. That's not to to say it's a pissing match, but it's just the other person, if they're really competitive and if they really want to do well, they can look at it and go, Comic cards? You're right. (laughs) What's that? that I'll give you an example. Aiden. Yeah, just George (laughs) Demarsh. A couple of weeks ago. Um, that was actually a couple months, but I like the way you think. A couple months ago. <laughs> so uh, we we are uh, we we had a we had a pretty, like me. Yeah, we, had, we had a pretty good cook. He did. We we go to pork and we get the pork right. And I, I finish our pork box and it's got money muscle like everybody has, bacon like some folks do, and some tubes. And as I'm we're taking the picture of the box that we're getting ready to turn in, and all of a sudden something hit me in my palate. From, from the tubes that we tasted. I literally, Ed's sitting at the end of the tailgate, cook partner, right. getting ready to take the box, and I grabbed all the tubes and threw them in the trash can, adjusted the box, and we sent it. We go through the call. Where'd I end up, Jerry? Second. First and fourth. First. The only second. Co- Second brisket, first pork. Third, third. No, I'm just talking about the pork box. Oh yeah, no, third, no, no. Third but I thought you won. I, but, no, I couldn't no, figure no, out why you didn't no, win. It no, like we first, won pork. First pork, second brisket. Yeah, we were like, in the hunt, but third, third and pork, or first and pork. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was there was that off taste, and they're yelling at me because the box was beautiful, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't care how pretty it is. It's out. And right call. Right, right. and that's it's. I no. mean, part of that is how do you 
And I'm going to ask this question of all of you. Thomas, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. How do you relate to that gut feeling when it happens? Which gut feeling? Any gut feeling when you're cooking and you're like, man, like this isn't in my program, but this is some shit that I'm feeling. So, Does that uh, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say when it comes to cooking with a partner, so I, I, I cook most contests with uh, my brother Greg. Mm. Um, you mentioned trust earlier, so you have to trust the person that Huge you're cooking thing. with. And you have to know that, like, the stakes are high and you're both fucking locked in and, like, this is it. And, and yeah, you just got to you gotta trust the other person. Right. Right? So I'll make changes during the week. But never on the fly. Mm. Really? Very much a plan the cook, cook the plan. Really? And the only time I might adjust is at turn-ins if it needs a little more finishing rub or a little bit of something. But I'll never be like, oh, if I put this other rub on, I would never do that. It's it's always a little more or a little less of what you you would usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, sometimes during the week, I'll think, man, I think here I'll do a little more Texas style because, you know, we're kind of on the border of Arkansas and Texas. I'll do a little more black pepper. So you shift, though, like where you are. And then when I go into that cook, I've already planned that and I do that. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You you plan the cook and cook the plan. Right. Georgie. So I'm going to equate it to uh, uh, I have a judge cooking, cooking with me this weekend. And... Make he, him work. Oh, he's been working. Kill him. <laughs> he's been working. All he, the ash, all the grease, all that shit. Make his him earn all them sixes. Was, he was like, oh, my God. He said, you have a book <laughs> that has a checklist in it, and you're following this list. He said, it's kind of like a pilot. Mm-hmm. For yeah. every aircraft that that pilot yeah. flies, they have a checklist, right? And, and we check it off, and we check the boxes. <clears throat> and there are things that we change, and I'm kind of like Brand. You know, like driving up here, I was like, hey, what do you think about duck fat on this instead of squeeze butter? Yeah. Or something like that. But we won't do it this weekend. We'll test cook it somewhere else. Yeah. Right? And, but work the plan. Yeah. Plan the work. Yeah. And you got to trust. Trust is critical. Yeah. Work the plan, plan the work. That's fucking great. <laughs> Scully. I think the question was about your gut. How do you know if you need yeah. to go with your gut, whatever? So I equate it. Think about not just cooking, but think about life. If you're about to do something wrong, and your gut tells you you're about to do something wrong, you either go through with it and do something wrong, or you change course and do something right. Right, but what happens when you do that? So it, it happens. It happens, but when I so in my cook, I do the same thing. Like if I sell, if I tell myself, if I tell myself that I need to be example. All right. You got your you got your thermo you got your <laughs> tent probe or whatever blah 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 on your brisket right. You open it up, you feel it, it's not quite there. What is the thing that you hear a lot of people say? It needs 15 more minutes. Right. Mm. Well, if you put it in there and you set a timer on your phone for 15 minutes, and let's call it 10 minutes go by and your gut's really telling you, now, 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 that's probably the right thing, not the wrong thing. I I would agree with that 100%. And so I I go with my gut in the right thing, not the wrong thing. Yeah. That's how I look at it. All right, dissertation time. Let's go. Because you feel like you you are a gut cook, Jerry. Yep. Oh, very I, much so. I, I, you are because you, I think, and I've said this to people, and I've never said it publicly to you. I think you're the best gut cook in the country. 
I, uh, I, I just, I do what the hell I want to do. <laughs> no, and now I, I get the I, I walk into amazing, the store. That's something we all store. want to do. <laughs> I, walk, I walk into the store today, or, or no, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, bought my chicken. The thighs look good, so I'm cooking thighs this weekend. But if I walk in and the legs look good, I'm going to cook the legs. And I don't really care if I got a 180 the week before or whatever. It just looked better, and I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cook it. And I don't go in like with that. any game plan. That's I've amazing. got a baseline of stuff that I do. I've got a timeline of stuff I kind of do. And every piece of meat is different. So it's like, why stay static? you got to be fluid. So what I do is, is just anticipate what's about to happen and not really what I think is about to happen, like what you were saying. Like, I think that's like the train's coming at you and you got to figure out what to do quick. But I change shit all the time. Like, my brisket recipe is different from what I was cooking last weekend down there because I forgot a rub, and I was like, this looks good, so I'm cooking Make this tomorrow. Yeah. You, can't be, you can't be stacked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree with that. you got to be fluid. you got to. But and people, it, it drives traditionalists nuts. Right. I remember, yeah. I remember what I, I did. I agree with that. you got to be fluid. you got to. I remember what I did last week. I remember what I did last year. I can tell you every single thing I did. I can tell you what rubs and everything I, I cooked here, you know, years ago when we won, two years ago when we won. But tomorrow will be different. When I look at something and figure something out, it'll be. That's why it's good to have a G. I think that's what pisses people off. Little like, G. I have no clue like what I'm doing half the time. Little G can tell you every <laughs> recipe though, right? I've ever cooked. The, the, the proteins are the proteins. The proteins will yeah. run a temperature and a timeline. Yeah. And, and what we do with the rubs timeline and the seasoning ish. and the injections. Yeah, timeline is. Timeline. But, but the, the rubs, the seasoning, and injections are what makes it. Yep. And, and, it and it's not really what you do up to the, to, to, to boxing it. It's the five minutes before the box. Yeah before you close the lid. It's those 10 so, minutes. So so, so so, what you said with the meat is tomorrow I'm cooking Australian cow because I grabbed the wrong brisket. I was going to grab an Iowa cow yeah. or Idaho cow or wherever the hell they come from, Snake River Farms. Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Idaho. I was going to cook an <laughs> you Idaho. Idaho, Brent. But they're too, I've been they're, up there driving to the next contest. <laughs> now, now I'm cooking Australian brisket and I'm like, well. Fat's a little different. Texture's yeah. a little different. What you got? What you got? This kangaroo meat. You know, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it's the if it's the Idaho cow or the Australian cow. Tenderness is it's done. Oh, yeah. But but I think what makes a good cook a great cook is being able to roll with those punches like that. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, even today, like this ain't backyard. I mean, when I say backyard, I'm not talking about a contest. I'm talking, talking about, about in your, I'm talking in your about home. We've all had buddies yeah. that have called us, and they go, it's a Tuesday, right? And they go, hey, man, quick question. I got some friends coming to watch the ball game at 6 o'clock on Saturday night, and I want to cook a brisket. Yeah. What do I do? Don't don't we can't tell them what we do. <laughs> right, but it's not fair. Them, you can give them enough of a timeline <laughs> and to cook it at this temperature, put this on uh, it, at this time you can dumb it this, down enough and, it is, it, and when it gets to 200 yeah kill it. and it those people are going to say oh my god you should do competition <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I use the term dumb it down and i think that's yeah. wrong because it's not it's, dumb it down it's making it simplistic it's making it simple yeah, right. and making it so people could make good food at those home. people are eating a sandwich hey, you had a question Kaner. yeah i got a i got an amateur question for you y'all are talking rubs i've been hearing that many times yeah i don't I don't, I don't think any of y'all have said sauce. 
So, yeah. do you not put sauce on your brisket, or I mean, are we explain to me the difference we, between a rub and the we sauce? We all use or? the same sauce. That's why we're not. Talking oh, is it, okay. Nah, it's not. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's so I when you talk about competition barbecue, Caner, I'm kidding, of course. Oh, oh, no, no, we're no, no, all no, doing no, a contest no. to see who can cook it to the best tenderness. Yeah. Right. Right. And Jerry's idea of tenderness maybe differs from mine by like a little bit. Brian's is maybe a touch hair. You know, George is different. We're all, but we're all in the same ballpark. But do you put sauce on it? Absolutely. Oh, you do. Yes. I, the guys. When you, when you turn it in, do you put depends. a little sauce on it? See, so it depends. So it you, depends. That's the really? gut. So you slice the brisket. That's the gut, though. You Brian. eat it, and then you gotta. But it's funny. It's like you go to the Midwest. If you don't take your flat out of the wrap and pour sauce all over the top, yeah. put it on the microwave shelf for seven minutes, yeah. you're done. You're, 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 you might as well not even cook. And if you're up north, like Michigan, if you are oh, dunking your you sauces in sauce. In sauce. Sweet yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sauce and dunking the sweet shit. Sweet as shit. He's back here yeah. Tony, I asked this question an hour and a half ago, and you not tell us that. <laughs> I went. I went. He's to, in Cali. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, I went totally to, different in Cali. I went to Michigan last year, and Luke oh. was there, and somebody's told me that they said, uh, "Man, just dunk your slices in sauce." I was like, "Really?" I won brisket that next day. I, I, yeah, I first place brisket from doing that. I dripped it. Yeah. Yeah. See, Cover the back of a sauce. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, years ago, I heard another thing that, that how to win a uh, what do you call it People's Choice Award. Yeah. And the guy oh. goes, "Well, I tell you how to win a People's Choice Award. I, I can't over, 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 overcook your meat <laughs> yeah. and and drown it in sauce." And there's I've never there's ever another tell key my to People's Choice. If you're serving huh? it to the public, uh-huh. the I key is convincing them it's the best barbecue they've ever had because they don't know the difference. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know how to win people's choice. I'm not sharing it on the podcast. (laughs) Y'all can kiss my ass. I I learned the formula. I know the formula. Y'all can suck it. Not happening. Ah. The best part was uh, people's choice in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Kim went, we won people's choice. I went, how do you know? She has a solid big check. She was not very discreet no, with it at all. Oh, I would be so mad. I know for someone tell me. Hey, I was sitting there. Normally, there's a curse of that. We did pretty good that day. I mean, Jerry burned his whole place down. I shit was horrible that day. To be clear. This is the best podcast ever, just because Jerry brought up sandbagging. It wasn't me or you, Brian. And he brought it up. And then we got to torch him. It was the best thing ever. All right. So, what wait, you got? listen, I've got a couple of things. We got finished with talking about the town of Wise. Okay. I got a yes, couple sir. of things I want to tell you about the town of Wise. Okay. Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home run. This ain't got anything to do with barbecue. That's okay. Town of Wise. Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home run record. Who was the pitcher that threw the ball? Oh, Jerry. Who was the pitcher? I don't know. Nobody's going to know. That okay. I do not know. Okay, I'll tell you. Wise? His name is Tracy Stallard. And where was he born and raised? Wise. That's Wise. right. He's from Wise, Virginia. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Now, one of Bart Starr's, Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. quarterback, one of his favorite and best receivers in the early years was a guy by the name of Carol Dell, number 84. Yep. He's got three Super Bowl rings. Where does Carol Dell 
where is he from, and where does he currently live today? Wise. No. <laughs> no. No. He lives in Wise, Virginia. He lives right outside, about one mile from right here, right past the college. I want to know if the Galax people know that Wise hates them so much. We love Galax, man. Nobody loves Galax. I know Bobby Horton. It's the Galax. worst place great, to great live guy. in Bobby Virginia great guy. for 10 Galax years. Get the fiddle. Talk to him. Tell him about how great Wise is. Get a fiddle and leave. Right, yeah, now, hey, there's nothing the, good. I there. want a fiddle you, so bad I can't you've, stand you've it. You've heard the movie Loretta Lynn, Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah. Where was that filmed? Why? That was filmed in Wise, Virginia. Was yes, it, really? it was. Yeah. In around Wise, the, the fairground shot was out there. Fairgrounds, uh, a whole lot of the stuff <laughs> that they did yeah, was here. Some of it was in <laughs> Eastern Kentucky. Uh, a lot of it was in Appalachia. <laughs> Most of it was indoor stuff. Was filmed in the Piggly Wiggly warehouse down in Norton. That's a lot wild. of the indoor things, like the bar scenes and all this stuff. All the kids, like all her sisters and brothers, were all from Wise and North. But so yeah, Sissy Spacek. Super Bowl champion lives right outside town. Yeah, right Is past he the college. I don't know. Uh, Carol's getting up in age. He's probably in his yeah, upper 80s, lower 90s. Yeah, I got people. Uh, actually, hey, his wife talked to my right. wife last night. Yeah, Cater, I love you. Okay, man. Uh, well, it is. Come to Wise. It's an hour past all of our bedtime. Yep. Peace out. Uh, Georgie's going to bed. I want to thank everybody that's been on here. Brian, thank you. Yes, sir, brother. Jerry, thank you. Fuck you, I'm no standbagger. Hundred percent standbagger. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, that was Brand, a Thomas, Thomas, you're going to be the next episode after this. Anytime. We need to have you on <laughs> here, little G. It's our wedding anniversary, baby. Yes, it is. Oh, Lord. And you got two bottles of wine. I don't know. (laughs) I love you. Love you, baby. We love you, Uh, 22 years that I never thought I'd ever have. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pitmaster, an old Virginia smoke podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast, rate the podcast, and share it out with all your friends. Also, be sure to check out the old Virginia smoke YouTube channel as well. Tune in next week for another great episode of Pitmaster. For companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is edited by Chris Sedanka. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is a property of Old Virginia Smoke, LLC. All rights reserved. Old Virginia, Old Virginia Smoke.